0: what's good everybody first before you listen to this podcast i just want to say i love you guys and just appreciate with all my heart um i hope everybody's doing super well i also want to talk about the new hit show tea with gary v every morning 9 a.m eastern on facebook live facebook.com slash gary um tea with gary v 9 a.m to 11 a.m two hours of me doing q a with people individually the deepest, deepest in-depth that I've ever done, more than Ask Gary Vee. super excited about it. It's on Facebook.com slash Gary every morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. It's a smash if you go on social media, people are freaking out. Maybe my best content pillar ever. If you want to get your questions on it, you can ask at 212 931 5731 on my community app. That's where we're taking the questions from. And what I mean by that is you ask the question there, use hashtag T with Gary V, and then somebody from my team goes in there and contacts you and actually gets you to be in the prompt for asking the question on the show in video form on Zoom which is the infrastructure I'm using to then distribute out to Facebook. Tea with Gary Vee, the new smash hit show 9 to 11 a.m. Eastern. West Coast, wake up at that 5.45 time brush your teeth and get on it. We got a lot of West Coast people on it. Hope you enjoy it. Hope I see you there. Love you guys. See ya. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Yeah, okay it's tea. This is Tea with Gary B, and I am Gary B. Hope everybody's super well. I'm fired up. It is uh, April 17th. Um, Feeling energized by the All In Challenge. Where are we at right now? All In Challenge. I expect everybody who gets $7.4 million raised in the first three days at the All In Challenge. I'm super flattered, uh, super excited, super humbled by all the support from everybody in this community, and um, uh, Dustin, do we have a tiny URL or a Gary V URL for my all-in challenge? I want to get that, get the team to do that, garyvee.com slash all-in challenge, okay. and then we can put that down here because I want everybody who's watching, Dustin. Dustin, you said yesterday that you bought raffle tickets to have the I, ultimate Gary Vee experience. I did. Oh, crap. Dustin, I'm a little bit worried right now because I know it's been so crazy for our whole team because we've all been on this. Did you make it so that when this episode ends, it mm-hmm. ends with the entire... I did. <laughs> My man, I'm proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> proud of you, all right, get out of here. Get me the all first right. guest. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Farnazdar, what's good? What's good, Dr. Neal, 1973. Rachel K. Kara Link, good to see you. Gregory Millard, what's good, what's good? Hi, Gary. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm well, Megan. What's going on, how are you hanging oh. out?
1: My question for you is how do I make a consistent monthly income as a motivational speaker, author, blogger, YouTuber? Because right now I make, I would say 95% of my money one-on-one sessions. I speak to teenagers, so I'm just trying to think of how I can make money doing speaking gigs.
0: I think what you can do if you're speaking one-on-one to teenagers, if that's your framework, I think you should start a monthly club for parents of teenagers, where the club gets a a video each week from you on things you've learned from talking to teenagers, and each of them get invited to a closed door two hour live session with you every month. So it's group sessions, group sessions, so you can scale, and original content exclusive for that group it's $19, 29 49 89 a month uh, I think and then you start marking towards that and now all of a sudden you have a thousand people paying you $89 a month, you have $89,000 a month in recurring revenue, you're, make, you're making a million dollars in revenue uh, on the back of 24 hours a month of group sessions and four videos a month. And I think for a lot of parents with anxiety of like what to do with their teenagers, if I made that business, tomorrow, I'd probably make $10 million a year.
1: Yeah, I love it. Oh my gosh, no, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> You're welcome so much, have a great day. Thank you. Dustin, that's how you do it, get on here. I just want to talk about that first call because that, that, that's real shit right there.
2: Uh, honestly, wasn't paying attention. <laughs>
0: Okay, (laughs) see Agent Giselle, what's good? What's good, Kevin Anthony? Uh, Morning, Brad. Um, Eric, you know what's funny? When he says, give it away for free? Eric, what's interesting is, she was asking how to make revenue. How do you build the biggest brand? How do you make the most revenue? That is around free, and what would happen next, Eric, by the way, who just brought up, I thought you were gonna say give it away for free, is that she will put out a ton of content for free, but then, for people that want something even more detailed, where you know, and then even more access, it's there, right? Um, and so you can give away a lot of free. Um, but but giving away for free forever and not building a business model is you know uh, a vulnerability for some. You know, I don't like when people package up and make a nine hundred ninety-seven dollar ebook with just regurgitated stuff that you can find for free. But when you layer a one-hour meaningful video where you really go through shit and and it's unique every week, and you give them two hours of your time once a month, now you're starting to add to value, and in micropayments, 90 bucks or less a month, you know, you can, you know, for, for a, a, somebody who's a parent with anxiety of their teenager, at, let's, let's say she decides to go 30 bucks a month for $360 a year for 52 weeks worth of one hour videos, and for 24 hours worth of access time where maybe three times you get your question asked like this, becomes valuable. And it's about being proud and feeling valuable about what you sell. Um, you're welcome. I love this. This is fun. This is this show's exploding. Let's keep it going. King sees what's good. Brandon. Yeah, Brandon, what's up, what's up, man? It's good to see you.
3: How are you?
4: Great. Yeah, to man. See they got you,
0: you in here. Nice. It makes me happy. I'm doing well. Absolutely. It's good to see you.
3: So, like you, I speak for a living, and it's my life. So, with everything that's been going on my business has been absolutely annihilated. Nobody's booking and everything that I had has either been canceled or pushed back for months. So my mission is- And by the way,
0: Brandon, right away, you better assume all of those that are pushed back are going to be canceled. I know it. Last night I was telling my parents, you know, and I make a lot of money speaking. I was like, this year's shot to zero. And next year I think is going to be 20% of what it would be. Mm. Wow. I'm sorry to say that, but I want you to have the best advice. I could be wrong, but I think until there's a vaccine, you know, think about it. If it's January, there's no vaccine, and you're the kind of company that puts on a conference, and you would put it on in March, you're not going right. to do that. And so you're going to wait. And let's say it comes in April and May, then they're going to be like, okay, eh, fuck it. Do we do it in November, December? It's going to, you know, so Brandon, listen, you really have to strategize right now, and that's why we're here, Um you're gonna have to make the assumption that this year and next year are gone. And by the way, you and I are massively affected, but so is Lady Gaga and Bruno Mars and Drake. People don't understand how much money is made in actual stuff of that nature, so it's live nation. And this is a very challenging time for people that draw people together.
3: Yeah. You know, so I have a mission to elevate empathy and I wanna push people. To become the greatest version of themselves. So, with that being said, I would love to know, in your opinion, what other possibilities you think that I should explore and kind of where to go from here.
0: I th- if I didn't run VaynerMedia, I would be living on the internet right now. I'd be live. I'd be doing tea with Gary V. You know, lunch with Gary V. Uh, cocktails with Gary V. Dinner with Gary V. Late night drinks with Gary V. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I would pro- if I did not run. If I was you. If I was just Gary V, not Gary Vaynerchuk, which is what I'm ninety percent of, but if I was just Gary V, I would be on the internet twelve to twenty hours—not twenty—I'd be on twelve to fifteen hours a day doing Q and A like this.
1: Wow.
5: Okay.
0: If you're, if your mission is to elevate empathy in the world, you can do it more this way than you can do speaking.
3: It's so true. I'm and aware. honestly, the opportunities that are coming out of this are so great and so much more substantial than you're exactly right. Those speaking gigs and those stages.
0: Now, the speaking gigs are our gigs are more financially uh, fruitful right now. Yeah. My, my hope and dream is that you've saved some money, can kind of weather this storm. If you didn't and you overextended yourself, you're gonna now need to convert dollars from the internet, which is gonna let you put you in a tricky spot because the second you charge for it. You can't build as much scale. I'm so grateful, yeah. knock on wood, that I that I'm doing tea. I mean, right now, a stunning percentage of my audience is saying tea with Gary V is the single best thing I've ever done for them quality wise. Yeah. And I'm grateful that I can do it for free. And by the way, if I was just Gary V and didn't have all the diversity of everything I do, I probably wouldn't have been would have not been able to do all of it for free. Maybe I would do 10 hours for free and then probably or I would take donations.
3: Okay. Or, you know, listen. Like Patreon?
0: Yeah. Like, you know, okay. or, or, you know, like, or build my own little execution. The truth is, because I haven't looked at uh, um, donations, I'm not even sure of the donation infrastructure. But if you look at China, you know, and we're going to see that happen here in the US with TikTok and things of that nature. You're going to see every face, Instagram Live is going to have a donations button for you while you're on live. I believe that to be true. Wow. So, you know, definitely for nonprofits, but I mean for you, tips, tips, tip jar, like, like, just like somebody playing the piano or, or someone in the street, like that's real talk. Like I think, I think I would, if I, if I did tea with Gary Vee for 12 hours a day and it was free, but there was a tip jar. I have a funny fucking feeling. You know, I said this the other day of how much would you pay for this, and a bunch of people answered in the comments. I'm gonna ask this question. Hey everybody, who's watching right now? If I was doing this right now, 12 hours a day. How often would you tip? If Would you tip at all? And the answer is zero for some people. If you're not fucking tipping. And how yes. much would you tip? Leave a comment. I think it'd be interesting. So I think, Brandon, that's where you need to think about. Okay. Build brand. Listen, Brandon, when, when there's times like this, it's time to build brand. What everybody's doing is trying to make sales. Right. Got it?
3: Absolutely, man. So much love for you. Thank you. Take care,
0: Take care of yourself. Yeah, there you go. Facebook. This is how little I look at the tip infrastructure. Facebook right now has its tip jar. That's right, I, I actually didn't know that. So yeah, maybe we should put it up. Maybe, we should, maybe I will put it up, fuck it. Take the money and do some garage sale and buy some sports cards. All right, let's keep it going. Actually, I might do that just for the data. Gary. Uh, Dustin, Joe, one second. Dustin, take a look at what's going on with the uh, with the Facebook tip infrastructure, let's get my bank account like all set up. Like, let's talk to Andy and Jim. I just want to, guys. If I do this tomorrow or soon, I I'm, I'm gonna donate. I don't. Think... I gotta figure. I want to do it for the data. I might donate. Okay, we'll figure it out. Thanks, Dustin. All right, let's get back in.
5: Joe, what's good? Gary, what's up, man? Well. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Um. So, uh, just to kind of get into it, I um, I am a pasta manufacturer, in right outside of Philadelphia. I've Love been it. doing this for like ten years.
2: Yes, sir. Um,
5: so, as I said in my when I was talking with uh, with Dustin, is uh, we've had a lot of. Uh, I started it from nothing, so nothing to, you know, we're you know we're doing pretty well here. I've taken my lumps in you know, <laughs> retail stores, you know, distributors, stuff like that. So, um, we're at a place right now where uh, we have really good customer engagement we're getting um, some nice uh, inquiries over the internet but i know for a fact my product is really is really good
0: but i also You have delicious honestly, fucking pasta.
5: It's amazing. Okay. Um i also know that uh, my marketing is just not where the quality of product So you have
0: delicious fucking pasta and dog shit marketing. 100%.
5: Okay. And I'm and I and honestly I've been doing this for 10 years and the last couple of years I've been really looking at myself and like not giving myself bullshit of like, oh, I'm doing a good job. You're doing this. No, I, I, I'm like at the point where I'm like, you know what? No, I'm not doing a good job. Good. Um, so good for you. Yeah. So, uh, so my question is, um, you know, I, I think I sell to too many people. Uh, we have a wholesale business that we sell to. We all, so that's B two B, and then we have our B two C that we have uh, direct consumer. Um, and I'm, I feel like I'm caught in between both of them, and I'm not giving
0: either enough.
5: One, yeah. 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 Um, well, first
0: so, and foremost, you one hundred percent want your DTC business to get your A, B, C, D, E effort, even though your B two B business is where your business is.
5: Right, because that's like my bread and butter. That's my weekly. My like my restaurants. Well, not right now. My restaurants. But don't that's really sell anything that's, your, that's
0: your that's but that's your vulnerability. Okay. Your vulnerability is that you're making your money in the thing that isn't your future, and that's where you're getting caught.
5: Okay. Okay. Um, so
0: from a from a focus standpoint, not necessarily dollars, but especially right now, more than ever. Right, the second, like if I'm you, based on everything I just heard, I'm 100. I'm spending 18 to 20 hours a day because you're young. You can you can pull a couple four hours. I did last night. I clonked out at 11 because I was dead. Yeah, so, so I got a nice little seven, uh, eight actually. I needed it because the fours fucked me up. I need five. I need six really to mm-hmm. do my thing. I can get away with five without being dead, but fours fuck me. Um, mm-hmm. But you need to be fucking going crazy on Pinterest, crazy on running a ten dollars ad on Instagram swipe ups to see if it works. You you need to you need to build your B two C business, not restaurants, not retailers, because the way to build a healthy business is to have your business be amortized over fifteen thousand people that buy your pasta, not twelve. Right, right,
5: yeah. Because I mean, as of right now, we're going crazy with the virus thing. I mean, every like, we're really busy right now, which is why I'm so, th- I'm so thankful. Um, dry pasta. Because uh, no one can get it, and
0: and so who are you selling it to? Consumers.
5: Well, to all of our online markets um, that sell, like we're on Amazon, and we're and we're going, it, it, we're getting orders like that are yeah, 400 more than what we usually get, which is great. I'm so thankful for that.
0: But Amazon but, um, then becomes the middleman too. I want you to build your own infrastructure to sell direct to consumer.
5: Okay, so and that's so that's perfect. I was hoping you say that because I guess that was like that's that's what I, the justification I needed. Uh, it's because we want to do a, a fresh cut pasta delivered to your door. Um,
0: we're uh, about to launch something at Boehner. You should email me. I, I don't know if you're going to be able to afford it, but we're about to, we're trying to create a low product blueprint mm-hmm. in our commerce capabilities because I'm getting emailed 40,000 times a day. I'm trying to, I, I'm trying to figure out, so because I love small business, right. I'm like, okay, if I take my assets and I move them to this product and it's a $15,000 $15, blueprint, and I sell a bunch of those because I can get the $4 million from one client. Like, I'm trying to figure it out. I'd like to do both, but right now it's chaotic. And right. I only have so many people that actually know what they're doing. Um, but that's what you need. You need to figure out that world.
5: Okay. Yeah. And then it's like, because like, I'm going I'm well, Real
0: quick, them. real quick. Everybody yeah. wants to buy your pasta. So what's the name of the pasta? And is it on Amazon?
5: It is on Amazon.
0: Hold on. Uh, Watch yeah. this. You're about to sell so much fucking pasta, bro. Hold yeah. on one second. It's, it's called
5: verapasta.com.
0: Hold on. So, But it, it's on Amazon because that's going to be easy for everybody. What is it? V- uh V e r a. Yep. P a s t a. Did you just fucking spell pasta for me, bro? I did, brother. I appreciate <laughs> it.
5: I'm so used to doing it because people can never understand me. <laughs> so, so.
0: So is it called is it pasta vera? uh
5: Vera pasta. It's so uh, it's different. Yeah. Is it pasta vera or something. Different? Yeah, it should have like a craft bag on there. Um.
0: So wait a minute. There's a ton of Pasta Vera. Are those fuckers? Are you pissed at those guys? Because people get confused sometimes.
5: Yeah, I tried. I tried to TM it, and 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 they wouldn't let me because pasta's too general. So.
0: Oh wait, I see it now. Vera Pasta. It's got like the big red Vera yep. Pasta Co. Yeah, that's it. All right, my man. Let me see here. Appreciate it. Vera Pasta Penne. A uh, three pack is twenty
5: four ninety nine. Mm hmm.
0: Prime. Huh? Damn. Shit's about to go ham for you, bro. <laughs>
5: I appreciate it. one one last question. I want to take one more time. Um, I um, I love what you do as far as like you are the brand, and you're giving back. You're giving people content and stuff like that. And I want to be like an authority in the Italian food pasta so space. So
0: make content. There you go. Okay. Bro, would you do? Yeah, because like yeah, I, the, whatever you're about to say, would you do? The answer is yes. <laughs> the difference between me and a lot of people is, anytime I say would I do, I do it because of two core things. One, humility. One, two, self-confidence. The humility to not value my time at my level, at my level, to go and do it for a month and have it fail, that's Mm -hmm. humility. I don't overvalue my time. Everybody here is like valuing their time when their time ain't worth shit. And two, the confidence that it fucking sucks that my dad, my brother, my best friend, the world is like, you fucking failed. I'm like, yeah. You're supposed to micro-fail. Yeah,
5: no, I've, I've had a lot of them.
0: No, <laughs> You're supposed to micro-fail. I know. The only, the only thing you can make fun of me for is if I go out of business. If I don't, fuck you. I'm supposed right. to be micro-failing. I'm making fun of you for fucking thinking about shit. I'm yeah, doing yeah. out here. I'm fucking yeah. doing out here. 100%. Would I? Yes, motherfucker. Yes, verapasta, P-A-S-T-A. P-A-S-S-T-A. I would fucking do it. <laughs> make shit. Let's go. Awesome. By That's the way, all. your website crashed. <laughs> Fix that shit. See you later. All right,
2: brother. Let's Thanks, keep man. going. Appreciate I wasn't
0: joking. Your website crashed. Oh,
2: Jesus.
0: Yeah, talk to <laughs> you later. Dustin, we, yes, need that, we need that whole video chopped for Instagram, especially the way it ended. That was fucking amazing. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Yep.
0: Speaking of a website that won't crash, you know where I'm going, Dustin. Give it to me. Okay, listen to me. Yesterday, a good chunk of you signed up, but I'm fucking pissed. People are keyboard warriors, talking about how much they're gonna donate to me, and they buy wine. Do not. By the way, it costs money to send a text, it's not email. So do not sign up for Wine Text if you don't buy wine. Do not sign up for Wine Text if you buy wine, Not if you don't buy wine at least once a month. But I'm telling you with all my heart, and I need to see the comments for verification that you just did it, and I need you to go to Twitter. I need you to literally do it while we're watching this right now, and go to Twitter, uh, sign up, screen shoot the confirmation that you signed up for WineText, and then go to Twitter, Gary B, here's my screen. If you buy wine once a month at the store, at wine.com, at Total Wine, at the supermarket, Publix, Albertsons, at Costco, at fucking Trader Joe's. If you buy wine, if you buy wine once a month, if you buy wine once a month, and you fucking are not signed up for Wine Text, you're fucking breaking my dad's heart. America only, there's about seven to ten sites we can't states we can't ship to. I'm sorry, Illinois, I'm sorry, Michigan, I'm sorry, Texas, but Utah. But I'm telling you, if if you're 21 and older, see the 15, or if you'd like me in any way, can you take the URL of Wine Text and post it on your LinkedIn, your Twitter, your Facebook and say you should sign up for this? It's an incredible service, cause it is. Because it is. Because it's fucking crazy. Today's deal, let me see if Brandon emailed me. Give you a preview for today's deal. My fucking phone has been like disastrous. Because it is, I want to see who's signing up. No Canada, Canada people, you've got to buy Empathy Wines. Empathy Wines Canada, just type that in. Empathy Wines Canada. Today's is either gonna be either gonna be a forty-five dollar fuck, a forty-five dollars Chardonnay for nineteen thirty-seven a bottle, ninety-three points, or a ninety-four point Pinot Noir that's sixty bucks for twenty-eight eighty-eight. Actually, in the comments, say if actually you're gonna control it today, T with Gary V. Type in pasta. Oh Jesus, fucking Christ! Type in white. Put type in Chardonnay or Pinot Noir in the comments. Tell me which one I should do, and definitely sign up for WineTax. Fucking, you can sign your mom up. I mean, you got you should get her approval. You need her credit card when you sign up. So, um, Pinot, Chardonnay, Pinot. We'll have to look (laughs) at everyone's favorite pasta too. Chardonnay. Okay, let's keep going. And who signed up for it? Paige. Hi.
1: How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Good. Okay. Well, I actually just all of a sudden got super nervous. So um, <laughs> don't be. Okay. So I had an original question, um, and I kind of have this thing of like dealing with things myself. Um, so I watched a bunch of your videos, pretty much answered my own first question, and I came up with a new one. I'm awesome with that. Um. So
0: if you um you receive, like, I apologize, Paige. Oh, I decided a- to do something. Colton Lewin, I'm retweeting your sign-up. I'm retweeting I'm retweet Luis, I'm retweeting yours as well. I'm gonna retweet these screenshots. Like, cause I want people to I want people to get some love too. All right, Paige, go ahead. I'm into where you're going.
1: Okay, so um if you kind of like manifest your own thoughts and you put out what you want to receive kind of deal, how do you balance between your losses and your wins, posting that on social media or putting that out there? Um, because some people think like the whole two steps forward, one step back, and you want to see the whole process. But how do you balance that out? Because you don't want to constantly post all of the negative things that happen.
0: Well, I think micro negative is great.
1: Right, I know, I just wrote that down, your micro loss, your micro failing.
0: Right, so what are you scared of? That you're like Debbie Downer if you're constantly posting like, Ooh, this stuff up? Yeah, or, so do you wanna, or do you want these people to be convinced that you're good because you need them to convert into something? Because that would make sense to me, that's not a bad thing. I'm just trying to understand the question.
1: So, um, not really a conversion, I'm really big into like health and wellness, so.
0: Actually, I apologize real quick because I want to share this. Mm-hmm. I I bought and JV'd with like four different publishing sites in music and sports and lost m- millions of dollars uh, when I was building VaynerMedia, which taught me to buy PureWow. And that's why 137 and PureWow are doing well because I lost money buying Lost Letterman and other things like that. And um I mean there's a deal I made for a great music site I don't even remember the fucking name 6 years ago I bought like 50% of it and then we didn't do as much as I thought we would and we gave and then I gave all the equity back to the person just had to write off 600,000.
1: Okay. So it's just a it's just your own your own balance your own life I guess is is what it comes down to and and Paige,
0: Paige, I think people are starting to push back against people on Instagram who just show glam
1: yeah, no, for sure.
0: It's highly annoying. And how how do you balance it? You just fucking balance it. Like some months it'll be 38% negative and 62% positive, and other times it'll be the reverse. Okay. Talk, talk.
1: Okay. Well, I'm really nervous. So I, like, don't this be, don't be. Me. This is amazing. So, so like one of the big things that I had an issue with was um Posting. Uh I'm I'm really good with typing things out and I, I'm very passionate about people and I want to help people. And um I just felt like every time I wrote something with a little picture, I was getting a lot of negative feedback, like why are you doing this? That you're an idiot, this is not cool, like you're asking for donations for people to um who are already working. Like I did a healthcare package, um, care packages for healthcare workers, and I was doing a fundraiser for that and like People were getting really mad at me. And it, it,
0: what did they want you to do?
1: I don't know. And I didn't want to, like, I don't know because I didn't really ask them. They were just kind of yelling at me about how um, collecting money for people who are working is a terrible decision right now. And, um, you know, I need to be thinking about myself and other people and, you know, people who don't have jobs. And, um,
0: so wait a minute, you're telling me that you were taking donations to help frontline caretakers during this pandemic? Yes. And you were keeping none of the money? Yes. Okay, Paige, listen to me. When people are hurting, they project. Right now, 22 million Americans have lost their job in four weeks. From 2010 to 2020, during an economic explosion, we, we, we created 22 million jobs. So in the last 10 years, up to this pandemic, We had one of the great economic runs in American history and all the jobs that were created during that time have vanished in four weeks. So what's happening, Paige, is this has nothing to do with you. You're overanalyzing you. What's happening is the people that are saying that are either one of the people that lost their jobs or is the loved one of somebody lost their jobs. So right now, because it's so easy to hide behind a keyboard, people are projecting their anger. So it require, everything I've been talking about for the last three years about self-esteem and strength is gonna play out even more now because the people in the front lines of creating content, whether for themselves to make money, because they also have to live, or anything um, is gonna require self-esteem. Now that doesn't mean that people aren't tone deaf. You have very wealthy people putting out content that is upsetting people. Mm-hmm and because that's tone deaf, but what you just explained to me is a wildly nice act of you taking your time and efforts to try to help the people that are helping us the most. And what what I'm worried about is that you're over valuing the comments when you're 100% right.
1: Okay. Wow, that was a whole weight lifted off of me. <laughs>
0: But I don't want you to take my validation for it either. The weight came off because you value my validation and so now that countered the anonymous validation so you feel better. I want you to not value my validation. I want you to not value their validation. I want you to live with inside yourself. Okay. The reason I'm gonna win this whole thing is nobody lives in a more quiet place on earth than me. There could be people that are tied with me but my shit is quiet as fuck. Nice. Here's the key to get there. Thanks. You you can't, you're welcome, you can't feel great when you get positive validation. Okay. The reason reason I think I'm, the reason now I'm confident that I can win this thing, meaning be happy and make impact and have a good life, is because now that I'm on a hot moment where my brand has exploded, I've got validation coming from the highest levels in the world, fame, politics, money, like just, I'm in it, right? I don't believe that either. I don't think I'm special. Okay. So when somebody says you're pretty or you're smart or that's a great idea, you can't get high. Yeah. You gotta stay quiet in the middle. Because when somebody comes and says you're a piece of shit, you've already practiced for that moment. When you overvalue compliments, people that tear you down have leverage.
1: Nice. That's a that's pretty heavy, Gary. I think
0: so too, you know, but it's the game. You know, what's great about this format is I'm not rushed in the office. I've got more time. I can articulate my my I'm I'm going a step deeper in my thoughts, saying the same thing I've said before, but in a different way. This that that two minutes might be the most impactful thing I've said for a far majority of my audience. It's a big deal. Yeah. But my my happiness is predicated on my humility. Okay. That's super cool. It's awesome. Happy to help you.
1: Thank you so much, Gary.
0: Talk to you. Bye. Let's keep it going. misha what's good
6: gary how you doing man i'm really well this is wild
0: happy to have you this
6: this is part of like my whole thing of like being the luckiest person in the world like literally i've been in the deep end of gary v i've known about you for years but like in the deep end of the pool for like three months i love it you know and i told my what, friends i'm like how,
0: what ha- what happened how did you do you know what the piece of content was that Took you I, from the shallow. I love podcasts.
6: I love, I love podcasts, and uh, I go for like a morning run every morning. And uh, you know, you just kind of hype me up. And yeah. I'm kind of like, I like your energy, so it kind of gets me going. So, but um, how did you get into the first? That. I'm
0: trying, I like learning. Like, what made you like one day you were like, Oh, yeah, I kind of know this dude. I'm a little well, bit, and I'll just listen and one podcast hit, and then it just no, goes like,
6: Yes. Um, I mean, I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and uh, I like the fact that you put out every day. Mm. so there's new new content because like i'll listen to planet money but it's like once a week it's like all right man, you know there's 800 podcasts, I already heard all of them <laughs> so with you it's kind of like every day there's yeah. something new and like even for the 15 minutes that i run um i don't run that much like that far <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know what i'm saying i know um, what i'm
0: saying go ahead brother so you were telling your friends
6: yeah, I'm telling them, like, hey, I'm about to talk to Gary V. They're like, how would you land that? I'm like, I texted him, you know. <laughs> like, there's the, you know, there's the number. Like, yeah, I did it, like, 10 times. But, like, it is what it is, you know. So I just kind of – but it's part of my luck. So, like, awesome. to kind of set up my two-part question is, like, I was lucky to grow up in Ukraine until I was 12. Like, poor. um, Because that, you know, I grew up outside of the bubble of the U.S. And people don't get a lot of that. Um, like it's sad, but two, when I came here, um,
0: let me let me help everybody as a, yeah. as a former Soviet boy, too. When, he, when he's saying it's sad, everybody's watching right now, we're in the middle of a pandemic, there's we just lost 22 million jobs, and the structure of America is still such an uncomfortable level of opportunity compared to where yeah. me and this man come from and most people come from, it is grossly underrated. And so are the other great democracies in the world, no matter what iteration they're in right now. Keep going.
6: Um, so I agree with you, but like when we when we came here, I was 12 and like 13, 14 got right into construction because we had to help the bills. Okay,
0: and, of course. You
6: know, so I grew up really quick, just working with, you know, 50, 60 old, old Ukrainians and just kind of going at it. Um, it. So that was- like And those dogs more, are
0: dirty. Those dogs yeah, are dirty. Yeah, it's like,
6: you know, we're doing roofing and they're like, hold my hand, you know? So it's kind of like a lot of that stuff. Um, so I got to g- learn a lot in the trade and all that. Um, Then, to like, I like business and I think my parents are amazing. My family's amazing. And, like, they kind of instilled in me, like, I can do it, you know, a lot of that. Um, So my whole,
0: of like- Of course, anybody who's got optimism and you can do it thinks they're lucky. I knew that from the second you opened your first mouth. The first yeah. words out of your mouth, I'm like, oh, this guy's optimistic.
6: Like, I see negative, like even t- this situation today, I'm like, there's, there's gonna be positive out of all of this. Um, there's gonna be
0: uncomfortable levels of positive. The, there's enormous amounts of people that are gonna lose wealth. For, take health off the equation. Anybody who loses somebody they care about during this pandemic, it's devastating. Yeah. Comma, in the framework that we're talking about business, There's gonna be plenty of people that lose money. There's about to be people that are gonna make an enormous amount of money. There's so much opportunity.
6: I mean, and also think about like people that we will save down the road 20 years from now because now we're not naive that, you know, we're gonna do germ games and things like that. Like we're gonna start thinking about like what could kill an economy versus, you know, like a war or whatever. But um, so, okay, besides that, like I, my whole life like i've kind of been chasing like i believe that i have like greatness inside of me like i don't know like if i don't know if that's like naive or is that like i I
0: definitely know what you're talking about but you know
6: like i'm like everything is so simple these days it's like i could go for a car ride with a a friend of mine and i'm like you know we have this idea it's like dude we should start a business i'm like let's do it this weekend you know let's let's get the website going we can like get And, uh, and it's always it's so simple these days and it's almost for me as a person it's hard that it's so simple because like I can kind of lose my focus a lot
0: so so but but don't don't judge yourself so what all you have to do is not make a big creed make a big statement when you start don't tell everybody like the way you protect yourself from being unfocused and stopping and starting is don't make a big statement that you're going to change the world with this app stay quiet for the first year yeah. Instead of what most people that are optimistic like you and me do, which is the second they do something they're like this is gonna fucking, and then three weeks in they change their fucking mind and they're like, oh fuck, I just talk, and you're gonna be the boy that cries wolf. So stop fucking crying.
6: Yeah. So I you mean, see where I'm going though? I do. I I, I get it. I do like. You know, I should shut my mouth a little more and just kind I know, of bro. It.
0: I know who you are because I'm listening. That's why I just gave you that advice. Good news. You have an idea? Start on Saturday. You change your mind on Thursday because you're like, ah, fuck this. You're set because you didn't tell your mom, your dad, your best friends that this, you're yeah. going to fucking be Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth.
6: So kind of to set up my question is like, I so I was lucky that I felt like I I got married super early and I had kids super early. But then at the same time, I had my first son. He's three now. I started a business and I went like all in deep into the business because I was like, hey, man, I'm going to get this going. Within the next three, four years, like I'll be freaking retired and I'll just focus (laughs) on my kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's no,
0: listen, that's amazing.
6: I'm like, I'll get this going, I'll get this done. And like, no, what's so amazing
0: about that is it's so naive. Do you know what? Do you know what? Like, do you know how ludicrous? I I wish I was your homie and your crew. Like, I feel like every crew needs somebody like me. I would, like, look at you and be like, bro, what are you fucking talking about? In the history of life. Everybody will say, like, dude,
6: just hustle. Just hustle, hustle, hustle. And then you can, you know, manage the business. But that's That's, not, like, so. stupid. I know. So, I mean, that was one of the things that I've learned. Like, I I got destroyed, essentially. My first time around, I got destroyed. That's good. And basically what I got out of that experience. well, Why? Because I'm i rushed and i chased the home run versus the singles so like uh i used to live in new york right now i live in new hampshire but i used to live in new york and like i got into this um with this dude like like renovating apartments it was like this massive thing like hey i'll give you 50 apartments to renovate i'm hiring people hiring people we're like a 12 dudes i'm burning through like you know fifteen thousand a week but a like, dry account, though, you know, like paycheck comes in, you just pay the people. Because for me, it's like, hey, I'm going to make it out of this. Um, but then the guy, I didn't, I, I didn't have a good infrastructure for like paperwork, <laughs> you know, a lot of that. So uh, the guy was just like, hey, man, as soon as he passed the inspection with the builder, he's like, hey, man, I don't like your work. You're off the site. And, you know, so that was kind of literally just bankrupted me right there and there's nothing i could have done about that but it's it's fine because that's a huge learning experience from that like i walked away with that a better man but what my issue is is like i started a business again within you know i licked my wounds i kind of you know cried about it for a week whatever like it's okay to do that of course it's
0: okay it is okay
6: but within three months i had a new business and kind of i went being the best versus being the biggest so like right now we're doing bathroom renos and i just want to be the best bathroom renovation company like love that online or whatever i love that uh, but the negative that i got out of it once i start reflecting on it is like i missed almost a year of my kids life you know cuz like looking at the pictures and stuff like on my phone it's all work 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 so like because i been like 80 bro, 20 family bro, 80 bro, business you bro.
0: know i don't know if you heard there's no time machines
6: i know but so like my thing is right now like i love what you say is like I do believe personally I'm gonna live to like 120. Like, I'm healthy, Like, I'm lucky, again, I'm lucky, so I, I do feel like I'll miss the bus, you know? <laughs> like Yeah. Yep. Um But I think for the next like 12 to 15 years, like me and my wife, who's a rock star, my wife, like she's my person and like literally, like she's the one I'll die next to, you know? Like, yeah. whatever. That's super um,
0: nice. I love those couples where like the person, like the one person dies at 92, and yeah. The next person dies two weeks, four weeks later. That's the first I know. That's, shit.
6: that's, it's so we have like this thing like, let's focus on the family right now for the next like 12 to 15 years because it's I perfect. know, because no, I, I got know you. that, I got you know you. what I'm saying? Like, I won't do be it. able to get that stuff back. No, no, that's super
0: smart. I You're... have
6: that itch though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I so, still have that social. Like,
0: Misha, that makes sense. So, so audit everything else. Wait, What do you mean? What else do you do besides spend time with your family and work? And I'm being real real. Like, meaning do you watch TV?
6: I do like after eight o'clock, nine o'clock with my wife for an hour, you know? Okay, that's like, fair.
0: And then what are you doing at 10 o'clock? I crash. <laughs> yeah, so like, but... and what time do you wake up? It's okay, like let's play, let's play. This, I is, mean, not a, I wake this up... is not me, I'm trying to come from a love place. Let's break it yeah. down. Like break it down, cause I'm, tr- I wanna like, help.
6: I'll wake up at Tell six. me the
0: truth. I want. All, I need all real data because if you give me fake data, then we fucking wasted your time. Give True. me all real data. What time do you go to sleep? Tell me the fucking truth. Like 11. 11. What time do you wake up? 5:36.
6: Okay, I mean, listen, My seven, my seven my hours? son will wake yeah. up in the middle of the night, so I have to go. in, like we live in a thousand square foot house. So yep. So you gotta go. If, yep. If I'm if I'm up, the house is up. Okay. So, so
0: now break it down. They wake up. Then what ha- has, what's your work day look like?
6: I will make breakfast with them, which I yep. love, you know, That's like, so we kind of yep. do all of that. We'll make breakfast. Then I start running around the stores and yep. getting the things that I need for the jobs and, um, get to work. And then, you know, I'll clock out mentally by like four o'clock because I do want to be home for dinner. I do want to be home to read the books to them. Like I want to do all that.
0: So um, first of all, first of all, a couple things. Do you know how epic it is to be a world-class father and just be a solid businessman.
6: Yeah, that's um, I I'm happy. That's the thing. Like when I texted you the question, I'm like, I'm the happiest freaking person, like in my life. But like, there's that one like guy that just keeps poking me, and it's like the 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 drive inside of me that like, dude, go big, go big, go big.
0: Yeah, I mean, four o'clock is like the second or third, like maybe halftime, not even halftime for me. But I'm not gonna have the father you know, like moments that you're gonna have.
6: Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited for him to be like five or six and I get a plow truck and we freaking start plowing, you know, together and like doing all that stuff, start yeah, teaching gets, him to it hustle. Gets so,
0: it gets really good when they get older. Bro, there's nothing, I mean like, honestly, I admire you and in a lot of ways envy you because we don't have unlimited time. You're right, there is no time machines. There's no going back to these moments. Um, I, I think we have to stop judging ourselves. You know, you sound like a world-class father with a real healthy work-life balance, like a modern-day healthy work-life balance. I'm uh, a workaholic that you know, balances family and extreme, extremities of weekends and vacations. And, and as long as there's love overlaying both, real love, not bullshit love, yeah. not checking the box, then everyone's going to win. And like, that's just chemicals. Like there's a big part of me that wishes there was a, my DNA could clock out at four o'clock.
6: But I don't, that's the thing. Like, it's literally like being a workaholic though. So listen,
0: now you have to explain to me, are you doing that because you want to do that for your wife and for your parents or your friends to look at you and admire you that way? Or are you doing it because you're doing it for yourself?
6: It's for myself because of, I've bro, you're went, making a
0: choice, bro. You should. it's for myself. Choice.
6: Like, I do know that. Um,
0: so like, don't like, don't don't create a fake narrative that you like the sound of it. You, I'm you know, not like, the, like
6: I I do like you know I have self like reflection like I I can see what I'm like where I'm trending or whatever and like I am grateful for it being like mentally straight about that you know, because I know that I won't get that back because like, you know, 15 years from now, whatever, like I can start and end like a multi-billion dollar business if I wanted to, you know, and where I I can more guide my kids versus raise my
0: kids. I think that's right. I think that's right.
6: I think lately, because of you, you, again, like because of you, what's been kind of like satisfying my itch is like the social media stuff, because I can do that then at nine, at eight or nine o'clock online and like TikTok and all that stuff. So like, that then gives me a little bit of gratification if you know, I do get a following because that's like
0: it's an getting action. big, it's action. Getting it's big action. you know. It's like, action. Um, um, so listen, Misha, I am the byproduct of a father who I didn't see until I was 14. See, he slept in the same house as me. I didn't see him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in that scenario, what was your situation with your dad?
6: So when I was eight, my dad left to United States. hmm lived here for 4 years and then brought to get us over. to get us there cuz it ain't an cheap, you know, especially back at then you have some debts so that you have look, to settle.
0: We're two boys that have scenarios with fathers that weren't around and we went we went two different directions. You were affected in a way where you're like fuck that, I'm not going to have my kids feel that feeling and you've gone deep. I loved it. Like I loved it and loved my dad the most and so I've enormous Comfort and if I miss things, or if I'm working and I don't see things, or if I'm not home for dinner, that I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Both are okay. Yeah. You, your so kids that, one day, ready? Let's talk about real life. One day your kids at 22 will look at you and be like, "Dad, we're the luckiest in the world. you were always around. That's amazing." Or they may look at you and say, "Dad, you're around too much." Like. I don't have drive or ambition because even though you were saying things, you were home around all the time and I got that from somewhere else. My kids are gonna say, dad, you showed me how to live. you know, By living your passion, it's made me so happy and all the good things we were doing in different times, I love that, or they're gonna say, dad, you weren't around enough and I resent you. Like That's real talk. There's always two sides to every coin in life. What we need to do is do the best we can. We as parents, we as humans, we as children, who have parents pressuring us to go to school and things of that nature or get this certain job. All we can do, all we can do, every one of us that's on here right now, all we can do is just do the best we can and make decisions and and then live with those decisions and not dwell on them. We will make mistakes, we will make right decisions, we do not control our kids' DNA. Some kids are naturally self-confident, some are naturally insecure, regardless of how you parent them. There's a lot of things that we don't control and we need to be at ease with that. Yeah,
6: I mean the fact that they were born healthy and everything—we like we're good, you know. Like, so like, so that's know, that's people, a massive. There's people part that of
0: have it. horrible relationships with their parents in the first twenty years because they're alcoholics or embezzlement or went to jail or hit their mom or ran away yeah. or like yeah, and then later reconcile like like you know don't be fear based on the parenting side either. Um, because you're yeah, because I mean, you're gonna because if you are then you're gonna then you're gonna resent.
6: Doing that right, you're
0: gonna resent your kids. Keeping you away from your true calling and it's not their fault, it's yours, but that's how you're gonna manifest it. That's what people do. That's true. And then what I'm more worried about is that you would resent your loved ones that you're trying to look the part for or you're trying to make a point to your dad or things of that nature. This is important shit, brother. What I can tell you right now is you need to do what makes you happy and you know the answer, you just might be scared of the answer. Or, this was just what you needed to triple down on what's going on, which by the way, there is no time machines to go back to your kids' dinners and reading books and soccer games and proms. And I think that's amazing. I, I love it. it, makes me happy.
6: Yeah, I, d- I just want to have those life experiences for them and for myself, you so, know? So, so it, then,
0: So then we won.
6: So part two of the, like, I'm sorry, this is dragging on, but like part two is like, then my, a generic question for everybody, I guess, is like, as a contractor, like, I want to go the best route. How do I go about, like, branding myself and kind of going about... Producing content the- at
0: scale. Filming every project from coast to coast. Document it. Get approval from the people's homes, you know, to share it. Chop it up. Put it on Pinterest and Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn, Twitter, at scale, YouTube, podcast, content, content, content. Every one of us is a media. When the fuck is everyone going to understand we're all media companies and the more we produce and the better we get at it, the more good stuff will happen. And I sit here for a fucking decade, say the same fucking shit, 800 fucking thousand times over. It's the fucking answer.
6: It's so easy, too. Like it's if so you easy. Think about I, just,
0: it. I just need you to take 4 to 5 p.m. to film that shit because I, don't, I still think no matter how young your kids are, 5.30 is a good starting point, too. Yeah. Or 11.30. You know, like uh, I do audit, have to get that Audit, 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 audit. Like
6: that's why I think if I go niche but like small scale, then like the media stuff can then more, have more time to do, you know, because then you can kind of focus on almost like two companies where a media issue, like situation, and then like your actual business, business, especially contractors, man. You have so much content, everything unlimited, you do.
0: Unlimited. Like on
6: TikTok, you'll get it Testi-
0: testimonials at scale. You do a good project, the family lets you share the content. And then the last scene is them saying, you were fucking awesome. That's why doing the right thing for customers is always right. It builds your brand.
6: Yeah, we're going to try out the Zoom thing because my wife, she does, she does the design. design. So design, build, kind of chip and Joanna and game love it. BS stuff. Love it. So yeah. like, I think we're trying with today's situation, again, I'm trying to get the positive out of it. Like, hey, what if we do Zoom meeting or live to yeah. help people? Like, hey, yeah. how do I start the bathroom I want, design? I want, to, I
0: want to sneak one more in before I'm out. I love you, brother. Yeah, Take sorry, care. No, nothing to be sorry about. Take care. Some are short, some are long. That was interesting. Bro. What's
4: up dude? What's up? Thank you for squeezing me in. I've been waiting for this for a week.
0: <laughs> I'm happy to have you on. Please keep your eyes on the road. I don't need some shit that fucking alters my life of guilt. So
4: you, you am, on the road and you talk, all right. Yeah. Listen, I wish I would have been able to post the picture that I had on my office a couple minutes ago, but I had to leave because of work. The picture said working into wine. Cause that's what I do. I love it. I sell wine. I sell wine. It would have been perfect right there if you did your wine advertising, but, uh, you know, time Good happens. Good point. Everybody put when it up I, here.
0: I, WineText.com. Put it up, Dustin, while I talk to Juan. Go ahead, Juan.
4: Yeah um so listen let me give you a little gamble of me i'm uh cuban down here from miami Mm
6: -hmm.
4: i came from cuba when i was 14 and from the age of 15 till 23 busted my ass with my dad into a telecommunications company i was a geek for well it's a lab and uh right around the time of my 30s i had a baby and life started switching around a little bit, and then I was like, you know what? I can't be in the office room anymore for nine to five, nine till ten, eight to eleven, whatever the time required it to be. Me, uh, with my dad and siblings, we pushed out our family business as much as we could, and went through 2008 like nothing. And now we're we're still pushing forward. Now, one of the things I'm going to talk to you about was. How do you move aside from the family business, which I know you did, obviously? And how do you keep a balance between what was working and what was not working? Because let me give you a little more details. Like, for example, all the time that we were working together, my dad had a very good vision, which as a father now, I'm thinking of adopting it too. And that is that two heads think better than one. And four heads can push a cart. Faster than just one head. As so long, as, long as
0: as long as one person's the driver and the other three are pushing the wheels.
4: Correct. Yeah. So he's the driver. We were all the wheel To the point that right now our entire family depends on not depend. Well, yeah, depends on that business yep. that we helped create. We branched out, um, and at this time we're trying to come back in after we figured out our talents, after we figured out who we were, because at the time we were only kids being exploited as much as my dad thought that we could have been exploited.
0: Yep, makes sense.
4: Obviously we obviously we outgrew that into different areas. And the wine business ended up being uh, a completely random thing. New business pops in the, on top of your desk, jump in it, make a good uh, make a good investment and then push it forward. So wanted to ask you more or less What's your take on how to balance your passion and family business? And how well, will you act?
0: I would I and would tomorrow, I, I would fully work on my passion and build up that business so I didn't have to rely on the financial aspects of the family business.
4: Okay. Doable, of course. Now, where do you see wine going to?
0: Wine will be drank for the rest of time. That's why God drank it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, one of the things that I wanted to actually congratulate you on, also besides that, um, is that you've been, you've been a very good inspiration to all of us, and during these hard times, uh, I've seen you to be probably one of the few people that went at it head on. Um, you've given a, a lot of content to a lot of people, a lot of work to a lot of people that right now are doing absolutely nothing except consuming content, and honestly, I just wanted to thank you for that.
0: Thank you, Juan, thank you so it much for much.
4: This conversation wasn't much to ask you anything, but more to give you thanks for all, all that you do. Juan,
0: I promise out. you, I promise you, the appreciation the appreciation I have for thank yous is, is as high as it is for the ability to answer some questions that brings value, so I appreciate that, my friend and get back to driving. I love that you're passing everybody. You drive fast like me, I like it. Keep going, Juan.
4: Dude, the this, this street is completely empty.
0: <laughs> I don't care, I see you passing cars and it fires me up. I love passing fuckers. I'll see you later. <laughs> take care, Juan, thank you. All right, take care, thank have you, a man. good day. You too. Take this off the screen. Um, good day, good day. That was a little scary. I don't like the video and driving shit. It fucks me up. Though I think, like if you don't look at the, like I don't, like I have no problem talking Like that, because everyone's talking on the phone anyway, but it's the fucking looking that fucks me up a little bit. Nonetheless, um, I appreciate everybody. Should we sneak one quick one in? Let's do one quick one, like real quick.
2: One person that hung around, so perfect.
0: (laughs) Perfect, real fast. Alex. Hey. What's
3: What's up? What's up, bro? Oh shit, I got real fucking nervous real fast.
0: Don't worry, bro. (laughs) It's just me and you here. Where are you from?
3: Um, I'm from Pennsylvania. I'm actually 20 minutes away from Philadelphia.
0: I love it. How you doing? How you been?
3: Um, I'm stressed. I'm tired. There, I don't sleep anymore. Right. I'm, uh, Because there's a lot of teenagers in my generation that need mental support yep. and are terrified yep. to go get help. So... I'm good at calming people down and getting out of head spaces because I've actually lost 10 people to suicide and I'm terrified of it. So now it's like, I'm constantly just staying awake, just calming people down. So it's.
0: So real quick, you've had 10 friends commit suicide? 10 people that I know. Yeah. And of those, these are kids that are in your school?
3: Um, Some of them were were like family members.
0: And so you're stressed because you want to provide value for people?
3: Yes. And I'm also trying to make it somewhere with BMX. And I'm that's actually why I joined here today. I have a passion for bikes. I don't I don't care what style you ride. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're just gonna hop on a bike and go cruise. If you're gonna ride, that's great. You're you're a phenomenal person. I love that. I I have a passion. And I know everything. I, I have 15 bikes that I've built on my own. I loaned my friends' bikes. In my area, there's Chester right there. Yep. I don't know how much you know about Chester. It's yep. not a good place at all. There's shootings almost every day. And the group that we have started is getting kids on BMX bikes, on cruiser bikes, and doing wheelies. And what's it keeping called? Them what's the group um, called? What's our group called? So right there was an old group called One Way, but that stopped now so now it's just us riding around
0: (laughs) so what was one way
3: um one way was a bunch of kids doing wheelies throughout philadelphia streets and it got into the city it got everywhere it went nationwide who, who
0: who was the organizer and why did it go away
3: um it went away because like the wheeling crew like the the scene just calmed down and now it's like there's very few actual bmx riders like it's still a scene but it's small and in my area there's no skate parks There's nothing. So it's like we just have to use the streets that we
0: have. Yep, I get it. So, how can I? So,
3: I want to start my own BMX company. Okay. I have had this on my mind for 10 years now. I've almost been riding. How old are you? I'm 16. Okay, keep going. My parents hate how much time I put into BMX.
0: And what do they want you to do? They... sorry i
2: had to come in here because i can relate to this like a lot i, ri- I ride just so you know
0: let's stay here dustin join okay. us um keep going go ahead dustin
2: well i mean I, i've known people that started bmx companies in the 2000 early 2000s and that was like a hard time compared to now like it's i mean it's it's easier but harder because of the situation yeah. right now but i mean if if you think that's something you want to do just go for it like I have a friend like he started from scratch that he started Merit with his with his friend You're kidding. Yeah. So like Billy You're Perry per- uh, my, Well, my well, I'm, I'm, I'm friends with Billy too, but Mike Brennan and Sean Curran are the ones that created Merit and they just started I mean they worked at Animal first and then they just started from scratch. They learned what they could from Animal and then wanted to do their own thing and then just went off from there and now like it's a big company because I mean not huge but like they do well and it's like, it's not impossible, I'm just saying.
0: Alex, what are your, I know you're freaking out and you want Dustin's autograph but real quick (laughs) because I gotta go to this fucking call. What what do your parents want you to focus on, school?
3: They want me to do school and to get a scholarship for running.
0: Because you're a great runner?
3: I can sprint a 412 mile.
0: I don't know what that means, but it sounds impressive. So what? I can
3: put some mile in four minutes and twelve seconds.
0: That sounds real fucking fast. So, so that, so that, so what's that about? You hate running? You were just not I do. Really gifted.
3: I I completely hate it, and the only reason I real started quick, it was real
0: minutes. quick. Do you, are your what do your parents do?
3: Um, my mom. Dustin, tell my admins two, to
0: push my next uh, my okay. interview for um, you. My friend. mom. Five ten minutes.
3: Three, three billboard companies. And my dad is the manager of like four, is the manager of the like tech support and um, uh, engineering and stuff for like four apartment complexes, I think.
0: Got it. Where did your parents grow up?
3: Uh, my dad grew up um, in Broomall. And my mom grew up moving everywhere because her. Dad, my grandfather was in the Marine, so she lived in England. Got She's it. lived in Paris. Were your parents good of, students? Very. My mom has like three degrees. My dad wanted to be a lawyer, but life got in the way.
0: And he, what? A, also. Yep. And what about siblings?
3: My sister uh, was taking is taking college classes right now. She is a senior in high school, and she already has almost all of her college credits completed. My brother is in seventh grade and is taking 10th grade math while I'm in 10th grade taking eighth grade math. Yep. My sis, all of my siblings are like gifted and it's just me. Bro, you fucking
0: run like a gazelle. You're fucking gifted. (laughs) The The only thing I'm gifted at is knowing that there's a clue behind you and I can flip that for $11.83 on eBay.
3: Oh, you know they're they're all like gifted in in school, and I have a processing disability. I have brain damage. I have a lot of PTSD and traumas and stuff. I just have a lot. I have um, dyslexia and dysgraphia.
0: Yep, that's also me up. You do you yeah. do understand that that's your strength, not fucking you up, right?
3: No, actually, I don't. Okay, so I've, so I've been. Let's talk about. It.
0: You've been what? <laughs> um. What did you say? All I, all no, I don't. PhDs. I yeah. Do you know how yeah, fucking, all fuck your teachers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, they all said I was a failure up until
0: this year. Bro, my teachers thought I was the biggest loser of all time. Have you ever seen my fucking report card?
3: No, I, I had straight Fs.
0: <laughs> Me too, bro. You need to find my report card. You pulling it up, Dustin? Find it for this man. Actually, no, let him figure it out. Alex, you need to find my report card on Instagram. I've posted it like four times. Alex, you you cannot make school grades a North Star. Okay. Write that down nice and slow. Not a North Star. You cannot have your validation come from a game that doesn't fit your natural strength. Does that make right. sense to you? Like do your yeah. do your parents want you to be good at school?
3: Yes. They Tell the actually truth. they do? Yes, they do. They actually push me to staying up until around three in the morning and then waking up at six in the morning every day.
0: Are you just shitting on your parents or are you being dead fucking serious?
3: No, I'm I'm being dead serious. They they incredibly push they are pushing me past every single one of my mental and physical capabilities so I can do well in school.
0: So what are we gonna do about that? I don't know. <laughs> you need to have a real talk with them. I have. And how did those talks go?
3: Uh, Basically, they told me that they know me better than I know my own self. Um, (laughs) That uh, they only have my best interest at heart.
0: You know that's not true, right? You know that they don't even have a prayer of knowing, not even a fucking prayer. You can quote me on this to their face. They can call me, they can come see me. I'm more than happy to have a convo with them. They don't have a fucking prayer of knowing you better than you know yourself. Not even in the fucking universe. Not even in right. the fucking universe, bro. They have no fucking clue what's in your fucking dome.
3: I've never opened up to any of them. And my mom claims that she's like my person to go to when I haven't opened up to someone since my best friend killed herself after calling me five times, so.
0: Bro, That's listen, what, yeah. There's a, there, of course, there's a ton of fucking shit, right? But you have to start having real conversations with your parents for real, for real and you need to start pushing back on things that aren't true. That's scary. (laughs) Of course it's scary, everything good is scary. scary. You wanna remember, riding a bike is scary. I was scared shitless. I didn't start riding a bike until I was nine. You fuckers, you and Dustin are fucking whiz kids and at six we're popping wheelies. I was scared as fuck to skin my knee.
3: Six I think I was actually trying a 540 over my ramp.
0: Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck you just said, but I promise you right now, when I was nine, I didn't want to ride a bike because skinning my knee sounded like the worst fucking thing of all time. But telling my parents who the fuck I was, was easy as fuck. Everything good is scary.
2: And just so you know, my parents to this day still don't support me riding BMX. Like she's always saying, stop riding your bike. And I'm 35.
0: <laughs> You're 35? Yeah. Dust, you look 19. Oh <laughs> I'm so fucked up right now. What the fuck? This show's over. <laughs> Alex, we, Alex, send me an email. I want to keep talking to you, but I got to yeah. get out of here. I I'll, love you. I'll, it's I'll Gary at Bainer. Dustin will take care of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody, thanks for the show. Dust, Alex, thanks for being on. There's way more intense stuff. We're going to probably bring you back on. Uh, get him out of here. Dustin, see, you. Alex, I know you got a shit but I got to go. Uh, I love everybody very much. I know that was a little abrupt, but uh, the fucking Dustin 35-year-old thing fucked me up. Now. We've got work to do with Alex, but we also have uh, some real work to do. There are, there are ungodly levels of people who are hungry right now because the food infrastructure is broken. We have started the All In Challenge. Michael Rubin, the founder of Fanatics, outside of Pennsylvania, ironically enough, uh, allinchallenge.com. Michael Rubin, the founder of Fanatics, um, uh, is, a, is a friend, called me a couple days in after he kind of thought of it and started and said, I need you. I stepped up. And with our friend Alan Tisch and our incredible teams at VaynerMedia and Fanatics have launched the All In Challenge. It has completely exploded. Maybe you've seen all these crazy things that Drake and Justin Timberlake and Matthew McConaughey and, and Kevin Hart and Meek Mill and on and on and on have given away. Uh, it's exploding. Uh, I have given away the ultimate Gary Vee experience. You can buy a raffle ticket for 10 bucks. You can buy 20 of them for 100 bucks. Uh, I would like every person here, if they can afford $10 to go right now to GaryVee.com slash All In Challenge. And what I'm giving away is in video form. It's gonna play right now. If you haven't seen the video yet, you're gonna lose your fucking mind. I went fucking ham. I hope you check it out. If you happen to, uh, to, uh, to join it, please uh, let me know on Twitter. I'm on Twitter paying attention to everything you did. Play the video, Dustin. I am giving away the ultimate Gary V experience. How should that go? Okay. Over the last week or so, I've been uh, jamming with my friend Michael Rubin. I'm helping out on this All In Challenge that I am accepting right now. But allinchallenge.com, please go there. We are challenging some of the greatest Artists, entertainers, athletes in the world to provide a ridiculous all-time experience or one of their most iconic items in their collection to help raise money to help feed the hungry during this ridiculous time. And so now I have to put up my auction. So my auction, the Ultimate Gary Vee Experience. Here we go. I'm going to go off the top of the head. And you can go on allinchallenge.com to go bid on this. I am giving away... Okay, you get to... In the course of a year, you will go garage sailing with me and film... Uh, trash talk. Also, you're going to get a workout with me and Mike Vacanti, so I know a lot of you pay attention to that part of my world. Also, we're going to go to Wine Library and do a $25,000 uh shopping spree. That's right. I'm going to pay my dad. <laughs> well, I'm going to donate. We're going to pay my dad 25000 so $25,000 shopping spree at Wine Library. I will walk through the whole store with you, tell you the war stories, and you'll buy a bunch of uh wine, beer, liquor, whatever you want, food. We are going to go to a Jets game together. You're going to tailgate with me. I never do this. When I give away Jets tickets, I never let the person sit with me. So you will sit with me during the Jets game. I won't talk to you during the game. I'm completely focused, but you'll get that. So the ultimate Jets experience, tailgate, full game with me as well. Also, I'm going to give you one week play at Media. So this is for you and a plus one, by the way. So the two tickets, the for, we'll do some plus ones, we'll do some just me and you, depending on what it is. One full week at VaynerMedia, getting consulting and business advice from Team Gary B and me for the entire week, hanging out in the pit where the show's done. Uh, you're gonna be a guest of my podcast. We're gonna do a wine dinner for you and seven of your friends uh, at Hunt and Fish Club uh, in New York City. And I'm gonna fly you, uh, all paid, plus one, to three of my keynotes, And we'll work on those details. The ultimate Gary Vee experience. I hope you bid on it. I hope you get involved. I hope we raise a lot of money to help people that need it. Also, what's so fun about the All In Challenge is you get to challenge people to be in it. I am going to challenge all the Sports athletes. I expect you in there, so that is number one. Number two, I'm going to go with, ooh, you know what? Timbaland, the super producer, who's completely lighting up uh, Instagram. Timbaland, the super producer, I'm calling you out. And finally... I got one. The Undertaker, one of the great wrestlers of all time. Please join the challenge. Everybody go to allinchallenge.com. Please support this. The experiences are going to be nuts. We've been working, bleeding out of the eyeballs for the last week, putting this all together. You're going to be blown away what you're about to see on social media. Hashtag All In Challenge. Please check it out. And please go to your favorite celebrities, athletes, and entertainers and leave hashtag All In Challenge to get them involved. The All In Challenge. Please. Take it.